0: everybody and you are listening to the same show the show about nothing and everything and today i have with me entertainment and hospitality professional and founder of Elegance by Taj my good friend Taj Suri how are you doing man
1: Fantastic sir thank you so much
0: for having me on the show I'm happy to have you on and this It's been a long time coming. You've always been one of the people that I want to have on the show. And and it's not only been a long time having you on. So let's go ahead and hop right into it. We're going to talk about consumerism. We're also going to talk about finding your niche. And then we're going to do an interview with Taj so that everybody can get to learn a little bit more about him and the things that he has going on, as well as Elegant by Taj. So let's go ahead and hop right into it, Taj. Yes, sir. So the first topic consumerism so you know we as i do with all my guests you know we kind of talk about what we're going to discuss during the recording and consumerism was something that came to mind as i was planning this episode you know as i as i mentioned to you earlier you know one of the things i'm thinking i always think about too is how we as consumers like we we buy a lot of things and we also produce a lot of things as far as industries and different companies but then we waste a lot as well you know and one of the things that bothers me is how there's like so much food waste another thing that bothers me is how technology is great it serves its purpose but like there's so much out there right and Mm -hmm. it's getting so expensive and it's like where do we draw the line kind of how I was mentioning to you earlier so it's like what are we you, you see where I'm going
1: with it like would what, what? Absolutely. Are we, what
0: are we doing? Go ahead. Uh,
1: yeah. I I feel there there's definitely a lot of wastage. Just thinking about a, I have a trip coming up in December, going to India, uh, and I googled earlier today how many people are in India. It's about one point three billion, mm-hmm. uh, and of those folks, you know, just when I when I got home about a two weeks ago. I threw out so many clothes and so many uh, items that I had from childhood that I just don't use anymore. Where where there's so many folks in other countries or in other parts of the world, even just right here in the neighborhood that could use those items that I honestly just threw away. (laughs) You know,
0: it's funny you say that because it's you know you get older right and you you look at what you wear what you have and things like that and you throw what you you throw away what you don't need or you donate I I know I try the best I could if if it's still if it's not worn out like you know the shoes I run in and the pants that I've probably been doing work in and got holes in them and stuff you Mm -hmm. know I I try to donate those things but you know one of the things I think about now I, I never had like a lot of pair of shoes like some people they had every pair of jordans or
1: i know know those right i never had that either (laughs) (laughs) but for me you know i I, i'm more like
0: I, i cannot think of the name of the guy that he he owns one of these shoe companies that makes their shoes out of recyclable material and you know one of the things he said you know this guy's a billionaire too and you know he talked about how he only has like three, you no, know, four pairs of shoes. Like a pair of shoes to work out in, a pair of shoes to wear to work, a pair of shoes to wear around the house, and no, it's only three pairs of shoes. And I'm like, that that makes perfect sense, you know, because it's like you, it, because that's the thing too, right? For me as a consumer, especially being a sales professional, one of the things I think about is, you know, buying things with a purpose. Like, don't just buy something to buy it, like buy it, have reason to buy something. I feel like now, like so many people just buy things just to have it, just to say they they have like, no, I have a reason to buy something because at the end of the day, you have to live with that purchase, especially if it's in a very expensive purchase. So why go out here wasting money on things that we don't need and then have all of this waste, you know, and then having all of these companies sitting here and, you know, producing all of these, a a mass amount of these units that we don't need and then having them sitting there and being wasted and then, you know, losing money. And because there's, it's just so much that that goes on obviously with the economy and because there's, there's better ways that we can invest this money instead of, you know, trying to produce X amount of units and shooting for the stars which, I, you know, I don't knock companies for wanting to do that, you know, achieve a certain amount of sales. But at the end of the day, you got to be realistic with yourself. Are we going to sell all of this?
1: One or- of the things that comes into play, and, you know, coming from California, plastic is banned in, uh, or not banned, but you have to actually pay for your plastic bags. Wow. Now that I'm back here the last couple of weeks, it's so weird for me to go into a store and, pull a plastic bag and the, it's like the cashier just puts it in a plastic bag doesn't even ask you <laughs> right. and I, it just i was like oh the last like seven years in new york and california i never used plastic bags <laughs> so i actually put plastic bags in the car now or sorry i put um i put bags that i've bought mm-hmm. in the car so i don't have to use any store's plastic bag
0: uh, okay. So,
1: so you know, it also comes to a, a human point where it's like we're hearing about all these natural resources being used, and we're not taking care of it on an individual basis. When we have a lot of power, you know, eight billion of us, and uh, even even if majority are not as informed as others, the ones that are informed mm-hmm. do have the power to make that decision, saying, "I'm going to use." Plastic, or I'm gonna use a different bag that I that I've bought.
0: You know, it's so funny you say that because I read an article by Vox, right? And they were talking about how we try as consumers how we try to pressure these companies into making better decisions, and also helping to protect the environment. But one of the things they were saying is it falls back on us as well because, like you said, there's eight billion of us, so therefore we're the majority, and
1: mm-hmm. that
0: we. Have majority of the buying power, even though the odds maybe you know even though you have the one percent that hold most of the wealth at the end of the day we we make up the number, and that Absolutely. we are the, the ones helping keeping the you know the economy flowing. So you have a you have a really valid point there. You really do, and because that that's what I think about too. It's like if we really want to make a difference, like we have to come together as a collective and, and make a decision together and say, we're not going to do this. Just like how we pressure certain companies to do certain things based on them, maybe discriminating somebody or like, you see how things they get out on social media and then everybody all of a sudden wants to uprise against that company. Or even we can say with cancel culture, these companies getting rid of, and I don't want to get into that, but, you, you know what I mean? People getting on social media and you know boycotting or pressuring these companies to make certain decisions based on something that happened that didn't sit well with everybody.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know I, I do understand the economy needs to wor- run; the world needs to turn.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but there, there's a way for companies to have regulation and limitation on it, and it's not going to be something that comes from outside sources it's got to be the company itself that uh, pushes it just like an individual the company needs to work in the same way yes you you know you, you might lose a hundred dollars here a hundred dollars there and it, yes it might add up but inevitably you're saving a planet where you're living on longer
0: that's the thing that <laughs> frustrates me most because you know it, it seems like the, the bigger these companies get the the more they seem to forget that you know, in order to get to where they are, it costs them a lot of money. And then to get to where they want to be, it's going to cost them more money. You you, mm-hmm. you have to take that loss in the beginning <laughs> to get to gain those things because you have to invest. You know, it's like you hear the you hear the foreign companies, mainly like the automakers. You hear them investing billions of dollars in electric vehicle technology or uh, R&D
1: mm-hmm. research
0: and development. And here they are, you know, I'm, excuse me for being biased to the Volkswagen group, but I mean, every single one of their brands has got an electric vehicle lined up, ready to go by the year 2025 yep. and already, you've releasing things sooner. So things like that, like, because they know that's what people want and they're willing to make that investment, take those loss in the beginning so that they can have the gains in the near future because it's 2019, 2025 isn't far off. You look at Tesla.
1: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) You know, they went from, I remember driving by a Tesla lot and not seeing any cars. And now I see Tesla cars, uh, Tesla lots full of cars and seeing trucks carrying Teslas every day.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And I'm actually, I'm looking at a Tesla myself now. (laughs) See, (laughs) prime example. There you go. (laughs)
0: Okay, so let's get into the second topic. I mean, I'm really excited about this one. Finding <laughs> your niche. And again, with my journey and your journey, there's a lot of that going on. Um, just to true. explain to the listeners what happened to me, I, I was actually driving trucks uh, for the last two months and you know, just came to realize that it wasn't something for me and that it took me away from a lot of things. The podcast being one of them, but I had the great opportunity of Going out, seeing the country, and seeing America for what it really is, because we hear about these different parts of the country, and you know, to be out in the Midwest and you know, in all the way north in Amish country, and getting to meet all kinds of people, It it was it was a great experience. So you know, definitely a lot that I got to take away from it. But you know, coming back and realizing that things like podcasting and you know, being in sales and just being a social being that I am, it's like that wasn't for me. But that's all a part of finding your niche, you know, self discovery, like learning about yourself and those things that kind of talked about earlier as far as, you know, strengths and weaknesses. What do you like to do and playing through, playing to your strengths? So, I guess, what are, what are your thoughts about all of this?
1: So, I'll go ahead and begin with self discovery. When I first moved to North Carolina, I was a junior starting high school. We moved from a city and a town where I had known people since I was little. We moved because of my dad's business relocating. That was definitely a very challenging two years. Mentally, because SATs, the pressure, I mean, having Asian parents and also moving to a new school, kids having their own cliques and not really looking for anyone else to join their their groups. I spent a lot of time with my family, my mom, dad, and my brother. And I actually got to know them better through those experiences. Mm-hmm. The other part of it was just started singing a lot. Uh, I'm a Western classically trained tenor. And um, mm-hmm. I, I had an opportunity to really... Learn my voice, learn who I am, and spend a lot of time with myself or with my family because I didn't have any other friends. From there, going off to college, that expanded my horizon a bit with my roommates were honestly some of my best friends, and, and they helped me pull through and actually turn into a really kind human being sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Being a New Yorker, I can, I, <laughs> let me stop. I was going to give you a hard time on that one. You, you, it's, it's funny you say that as far as, like, you know, getting to college and making, a making you know, really good friends. I mean, honestly, you get to college, that's where you, you make your bestest of friends, really. Oh, so it's like high school, it's kind of, yeah, whatever. You know, I got some, I'm, you know, I have a few friends from high school, but, you know, people I met in college, or, I guess most of them are those who I stick I guess I stuck with most of them than I do the ones in high school because I mean in college is that time where you're you're really maturing and you know and that's really a time where you really learn about what you know who you are what you like to do and even though it may not all come together in those first four years because as you and I are seeing you still you know you still travel that journey and discover more things you know you okay. really. When you get outside of those doors and you don't have to worry about studying all the time and the pressures of, you know, passing tests and projects and doing all this thing to to get a degree, you get out there, you start working and you start learning and you really start seeing what you can do. I mean, am I right?
1: Absolutely. Uh, Shoot, man. There's a lot of self-discovery that happens in those four years. Because it's yeah. very, very, very structured before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that you're getting up at six, seven, whatever it is for whoever, and getting on that bus stop, waiting for the bus. You know you're right. taking social studies and English and whatever whatever it is else, and uh, you come home. For college, it's, that's not where it is. You are thrown in a little bit of, okay, figure out your classes are you looking to graduate in this time okay what do you need for that yes right. there's some structure but a lot of it is uh on your own there's yes you can get help with tutors and you know writing center and professors but um there was a lot more of you figuring things out which actually helped me through my path in figuring out and i still haven't found my niche but i am closer than I was before, <laughs> and
0: honestly, I think uh, I think
1: that's
0: the I think that's the most important part, really, because if you if you take advantage of the opportunity, which I believe I did when I was in school, took advantage of the opportunity, I'll be able to figure things out because it's like someone asked me the other day, you know, I told them, I'm saying, you know, like they were like, are you are you uh, doing what your degree is in, and I said yes and no. More yeah. yes. But my degree is entrepreneurship. And they're like, well, you don't work for you don't have a business. You're like you're working for somebody else. Well, I'm like, but I have my pod, I have this podcast. That's that's the entrepreneur in me. Something that I started, something that falls within my skill set. You know, so mm-hmm. I was like, I, I am. I may not be making any money off of it, but that is it's not about that. It's really about the the enjoyment and at the end of the day being able to provide good content for people to listen to. That's Absolutely. what that's what this is all about. You know, so like you know, so when I when after you know, so before answering the question, I'm like teeter totter, uh, yeah, no. Now I'm like I am. It's yeah. what entrepreneurship because at the same time I'm building something with this. Real quick, shout out to all of the listeners across the world and the people that were subscribing, even though there weren't any new episodes going up. Love you guys, <laughs> but, um, but, you know, just seeing and, and, and again, that, cause that's what that's what brought me back to really. I didn't like wasn't trying to get away from the podcast and didn't want to put it down for that long. But I mean, that's what brought me back seeing what was happening while I was away. Like, and Nina Chum was like, this is what I need to focus on.
1: Absolutely. I mean, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of thought and confidence that comes over the years. I mean, the more experiences I've had, the more confident I've become in what I don't want to do. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I think helping me understand what I don't want to do is leading me in a direction where I am getting closer to what I would like to do or like to explore. And right. I believe that it's going to keep changing throughout the course of uh, my life. But with each step and each, each year, I'm looking to make that a positive growth. And, and whatever decisions I've made, I'm not going to look back on them in regret.
0: I, I love that, man. I really do. Because you know I think, few, I think very few people understand Because one of the, I know for me, one of the things I had to deal with recently is just like everyone looking at me as if I wasn't sure about what I wanted to do in my life. It was like, no, I did something for the wrong reason. You know, I had to bring, bring myself back because it's like you said, you learn what you don't want to do, Mm -hmm. you know? And I was thinking as you were talking, I said, I'm thinking like, life is like a multiple choice test. Yeah. Okay, you don't get it. You you're not going to get all the answers to the questions, right? I mean, at least in this test. But in trying to get the right answer, you can use the process of elimination.
1: Just like you said, you don't
0: know you you know what you don't like. So okay, we're going to mark that out. I'm going to yep. focus on the rest of the options I have in front of me.
1: <laughs> I mean, Check honestly, that apply. Yeah. And need, honestly no? finding finding my niche I would be happy if I find it in my 80s. <laughs> wow. Till then, I'm enjoying the challenges that come up. It's
0: a it's a journey. It's yes. A journey.
1: And that's the best part. Shoot, man, we could be dead tomorrow.
0: <laughs> that's true. It, it's like, it, it, and you it's know. so funny. One of my friends, I actually had her on the same show last year. And she was talking about, like, she was on Instagram posting pictures of uh, places she was visiting in Florida. Beautiful, beautiful places, beautiful pictures, too. So I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here, like, commenting and reacting to all of the pictures. And we had a you know, very brief conversation. She's just like, you know, I'm, I'm just now starting to realize that life is a journey. Because in, you could see by the pictures she was taking that she's in the moment. And that she's still doing her thing, but she's in, she's in the moment and you can see it. And I, I, it was, it was a beautiful thing, man. I I totally get where she was coming from with that.
1: Yeah. I mean, one of the things I'll, I'll say is, I mean, until three weeks ago, I was really working. I was working 80 hours, you know, I was working 80 hours a, a week. I didn't have, honestly, any friends you know i'm 27 trying to get to know someone and hopefully start a relationship but there was no time uh i had all this money in the bank and no time to spend it you know living every every day for what <laughs> wow i mean it's so just, true bro. it doesn't make sense i mean so why are you working so hard when you're not getting any fruits for what you're doing you're literally just working (laughs) so then i said i want to do something for myself i i still know that i'll be working 80 hours as i ramp this up the satisfaction of working those hours for myself versus working those hours for a corporation that's what's driving it
0: makes all the difference in the world
1: because i can't look at the past I have to enjoy the, the present moment. And yes, obviously plan for the future. Think about the future, but you don't know how long you'll be on this planet. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah.
0: laughs> and now for my favorite part, the interview. All right, we're gonna I'm just gonna ask you a few questions and let the listeners get the learn more about you and Elegance by Taj and also you know for you to give them more insight to your journey. First I want to start off by asking you know how, how did you go from North Carolina to New York City
1: to California? That's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> I finished my bachelor's in music business from Appalachian State and I was I had done internships in New York City for Madison Square Garden, Celebrate Brooklyn, IMG Artists, and I was looking for another opportunity in entertainment, and I was applying for jobs from here. Uh, I wasn't getting any interviews at all. I told my parents, this was a day in August, that I I, I went downstairs and I said, I need to move to New York, because until I move, nobody's going to call me and interview me. So, you know, my parents were maybe took like 10 minutes and then they went ahead and called uh, a very, very close family friend that I've known forever. (laughs) Next thing you know, I was living in Long Island and there it's it was September and I was looking for a job and I got lucky to have gotten one through another friend of mine with Madison Square Garden. It wasn't the exact department I was looking for, but the, and like you were saying earlier, the opportunity that I took with what I was given uh, is what helped push me to the next step, which, will, which was California. But right. understanding the entertainment industry uh, and, and meeting more and more people, I was given access to entertainment through working for Madison Square Garden right. and building my building trust with my mentors and my mm-hmm. relationship. The access did not open a door that I thought would open for me, and so it opened another door. My mom was talking to an old family friend, and I ended up moving to San Jose, California to be a food and beverage manager for a... luxury hotel brand and it was an 800 room hotel it had uh, three outlets including 24-hour in-room dining and i had about 60 direct reports and this was a great 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 time for me to learn learn how to lead others coach mentor build trust build respect between so many different cultures and along the way, have a little fun. Uh, I, I was definitely one of those. I was definitely a manager that made everybody laugh. Uh, we all danced together. We all sang together, and we got the job done.
0: Yeah, I feel like I'm watching a movie, bro. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's I, like I, La La Land. <laughs> I can really see it, it's, especially you know the New York, New York part. <laughs> I <Like> we. <laughs> you know we we got busy, you know, but just I just you know we 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 talked so much, and you know we were gosh that that entertainment thing was something else it was a it was a fun time, man you know uh, yeah. you helping me, me helping you a little bit, and you know me coming up there hanging out every. Once in a blue moon, I guess you could say (laughs) I didn't get up there as much as I wanted to, but, you know, that was, that was, that was a, that was a great time. And, you know, for me, it was, it was great too. you know, just being able to watch you, you know, do what you did. So, I wanted to ask you that and you'll be able to tell the listeners because, you know, that was, that was a journey. Like, again, going from, going from the the Atlantic, the mid-Atlantic to up north and all the way out west. So my next question for you is what are your thoughts on California? I know you kind of talked about it earlier, you know, as far as the, the initiative, you know, them going green and everything, but I just want you to kind of, I know I got something I want to say too. But, you know, what are you, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I
1: know on? you wouldn't be asking the question if you did not <laughs> <laughs> I wish I got to see more of California. I had through, through the company I was with, I had great, great, great benefits. And, uh, was fortunate enough to stay at eight properties during my one and a half years uh, with them. But when I was in San Jose, I was either at work or sleeping. (laughs) I loved California weather. I thought the vibe was really chill, very cool. If I had the opportunity to grow my business and live in a place like that, I would. San Jose itself was a little slow for me
0: <laughs> really
1: uh, but San Francisco kept me going New york New York pace was fun
0: New York new New York is the place to be if you're if you're young and you really want to get into something like yeah. that's what I love about me I was a i was a, I tell people like when I'm in New York I'm a different person and yeah I'm, right. I'm, I'll admit I'm probably not as pleasant to be around either because even when i'm even you know being in north carolina like i'm i'm all about my business i don't do the small talk and all that like i'm i'm let's let's get it done you know when i'm in new york i love it because it's just like that so i i I tell people all the time as soon as i hop off of the uh off of the train it's go time (laughs) because as soon as those doors open everybody's right you know everybody's in a hurry to get off and get out of Penn station and go about their business. My and,
1: Godfather, uh, he's a playwright and he would say the rush hour of Manhattan. It's a rat race. It's, it's literally it like is. watching the 2 million rats that live in Manhattan. It's like watching the 2 million rats come out to play.
0: <laughs> it's, it's so true. It's I so mean, true. They're it, just it's, so it's,
1: focused in on finding that cheese. like, it's not
0: even funny how true that is, and that's. The, and, but you know, here's the thing, right? This is why they. That's why they get things done there, mm-hmm. because they're they have something in mind that they're focused on, and that they're gonna make sure they get done. Like you, they have an objective. Yeah. You know when you and when people leave a place like that, that's why it was it was hard for me coming back home to North Carolina because I'm like people are so slow. People like to take their time to do things like just. If you're gonna, if you want to do something, you know, do it. Go. Don't waste time lolly gagging and procrastinating. Yeah. You know, because honestly, I see a lot of people come to North Carolina, uh, come from you know New Jersey New York, come down to North Carolina. They get frustrated because of that. You know, and I have to, rem- I have to tell them, my like, yo, people like to take their time down here, man. So, <laughs> and don't force them because it's- if you force them, then all you're gonna do is just push them away.
1: It's and I was also- like. One of the things I noticed here is there are a lot of folks. Like honestly, I I haven't met since I came back. I haven't met one person that was born and raised in Charlotte, and I'm meeting a lot of people right now. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm one of them. There we go. There's one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just don't act like it. So again, I I like to get things done. But I, I,
1: I have not met one. Person that is uh, born and raised in North in, in Charlotte, and there is a there is a big big push of folks coming from outside, so it should speed up a little bit for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm 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 am hoping so. I really am.
0: <laughs> How did Elegance by Taj come
1: to be? Um, so just about mid August, I went on a trip to New York. I was with my cousin and some other friends, and we went over to see a friend's place, and he started a new restaurant. So we were talking to him, and the idea came up, and I was trying to understand, you know, how did he get into this, and what was his drive behind it? And I learned that not only wanted to get into this, but he said, this is my time to do this. He said, I can always get a job, but this is my time and my moment to do something on my own. And with that said, I came back to California the next, what was it? It was like a week later. And I said, um, you know, I think I need to do something on my own. Um, So I started talking to my mother and she and I uh, came up with the idea because she had been doing some events. And so the both of us said, okay, let's do something together. Uh, so at that time, she and That's I said, beautiful. yeah. Cool. So at that time, you know, and one of my closest mentors uh, in California was my, is that, he's like, he's my cousin. And he uh, was talking to me and said, you know, if this is what you're after, then I need you to take it full on. Know what you're getting yourself into. Learn the market. And, and know that this is, this is where you're going. You're going into events, you want to manage events, and you're, you want to lead your own. And give it a try. I mean, but give it 100%. Don't, uh, don't be flaky on it. So I thought about it. I thought about it for maybe four or five days. I kept researching, kept trying to figure out, you know, what, what could I do in, in Charlotte and how could I go about it? And what I really enjoy doing is providing the best guest experience. Anyone that is a client of Elegance by Taj should receive the best experience when they're working with me. And then also when I have a colleague or, or, sorry, a guest of theirs working with us. Uh, It should never be a point where they feel pushed or uh, the experience is not to their liking. And so working on that guest experience element and pushing the element and pushing the idea that we're here to service clients that are looking for unique experiences, that was our push. Mm -hmm. You know, following luxury standards, keeping in mind that, uh, you know, keeping in mind the Charlotte market Uh, technology heavy looking for new ways of doing things and looking for new experiences I mean it's we're looking at corporate and social events Mm -hmm. Um, so especially for corporate uh, keeping in mind that a lot of a lot of corporate teams are looking to build teams right so they're looking for team building activities right and so with the team building activities There's so much in Charlotte that you can do from something as easy as uh, going for a golf outing to rope uh, courses to whitewater rafting to boat rides to um, rescue mission things. You can, because there's there's open fields (laughs) and barn houses, (laughs) and then you have uh, lakes and rivers and hiking. I mean, there's so much a vast majority that you can get into over here.
0: It's pretty much limitless. <laughs>
1: yeah, and the mountains are so close as well. <laughs> right, right. So, bringing those unique experiences to our clients is uh, is what we're after, and and bringing it a, at a competitive competitive rate and advantage. That's great. So, what is the what does that space
0: look like for you? You know, being being in the Charlotte market and. In, and then to compare it to what it may be, may have been, I guess like compare it to a place like New York and a place like San Jose, like what is, what does it look like to you?
1: It's the Charlotte market has expanded a lot in the last 11 years. Uh, so much so that I'm really excited to be back here with the amount of cranes in uptown with all the building that's happened around uh, Ballantyne and South End, uh, Dilworth, uh, Myers Park, South Park, so on and so forth, people are coming here. This is a destination right now. And so, yes, the service I'm providing is not for everyone, uh, but the ones that, that take it on, it, they won't be disappointed because there is so much that you can do in Charlotte if there's a trust and there's there's uh space left with me taking on or my partner taking on your your event i mean the the ends of the world let's do it
0: <laughs> that's great stuff man i I'm, I'm really excited for you it, it it excited me when you told me that you're going to do this. And also, like, I remember that conversation we had, and you told me in brief, and <laughs> I was stoked for you, bro. And I still am. So I thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm super excited uh, for the launch event that's going to take place in December and you know, ready to see where this thing goes. So it's a, it's a lot of, you know, it's a definitely a lot of opportunity. And you know, one of the things I was thinking about too, leading up to this recording. You know, I was just thinking about you, as well as many of my other friends. You know, just embarking on opt- their entrepreneurial journey. So it's yeah. exciting. You know, to, to see. You know, it's, it's like a movement amongst our, mm-hmm. our age group, uh, and it's just it's just really great to see that. And you know, the, everybody having their ideas and going through their own, doing their own thing. Yeah, I'm excited for you. And there's no telling where this thing can go, but I know, knowing you and uh, knowing knowing the family that you have, have like this is this is going to be something great and this is going to be something exciting to watch so uh <laughs> yeah I, i'm really i'm really happy for 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 you so you know you thank you thing, uh, that you have good that's thank gonna you come yeah out
1: so i mean you can follow you can follow uh us on Instagram, on Facebook, and uh, elegancebythodge.com. But yeah, it, it's, it's an exciting time. I'm meeting a lot, a lot of great people. And uh, my mentors are actually feeding into this quite nicely. I wasn't expecting as much, <laughs> but... Hey man, people people that's like what, me. That's what they're there for.
0: <laughs> that is that is what they are there for. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, mentor's a mentor. No matter what you decide to do, that's <laughs> that's just like uh, some of my mentors. You know, like yeah, like well, do it? You know, you know, just make sure you go about it the right way.
1: Exactly. So. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, my dad will be the first one to say that <laughs> right <laughs> he's practical and logical I'm the dreamer
0: <laughs> right That's what's up. you got a nice balance going there Then. Oh, yeah.
1: um,
0: oh, um, yeah. if you could tell the, tell the listeners one more time where they can find you I always like to make sure they know so they can keep Absolutely. tabs with every, everybody that comes on the same show
1: yes it's going to be elegancebythodge.com And you can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Well, you guys heard them.
0: Elegancebytimes.com. And you can find them on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, I'll also, you know, be tagging them when on the uh, Instagram posts for uh, this episode. So you'll definitely uh, be able to have uh, tabs on that and be able to, you know, Check them out on those uh, social platforms as well as their website. You know, Taj, thank you for coming on. Really appreciate it. It's thank you for always... having me, sir. <laughs> it's a pleasure, man. It's 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 never a dull moment with you, and it's it's always a yeah. it's always a great conversation. Like <laughs> for those of you listening, these are the con- these are the kinds of conversations we have all the time. It's just. Is always a productive conversation. Literally every time. <laughs> <laughs> I I I I I always look at it as like you know we you and I are helping build on helping each other build. You know what I mean? Like we you know helping yeah, encourage yeah, yeah. each other and you know if we ever have someone you know like connection or something that can can help the other person you know we're you know we're willing to share that. So you know thank you again you know really appreciate you for taking time. Out of your schedule to come on, and again, I'm excited for everything you got going on. I want to thank the listeners. You know, thank you guys for staying dedicated. Thank you to all the people that have been subscribing, the previous or the ones that have been subscribed, the ones that are that have just started subscribing. You know, everybody from Canada to the U.K. to Germany, South Africa, India, China, Russia everywhere. There's there's so many countries. I don't have the list in front of me, but shout out to all of you guys, you know, the the faithful saying show listeners. Uh, Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. More great episodes to come, you know, go make sure you're following the same show on Instagram, same underscore show. S a N E underscore show, Facebook, the same show. And then you can find us on every platform listening platform streaming platform so be sure to check us out you know continue to tell your friends or family about the same show and continue listening with that being said that is it for this episode of the same show the show about nothing and everything with my guest founder and owner of elegance by taj taj suri
1: thank you thank you
0: (laughs) and we're out